Hello, podcast listeners. Today's episode is with Green County Jail Administrator Sheila Robertson. Sheila is a lifelong Paragold citizen who, before serving as a jail administrator, worked for 33 years for the city police and 11 years at the once dearly beloved Paragold restaurant Bonanza. During this episode, we talk about what it's like to be an inmate in the Green County Jail, the work of a jail administrator, and so much more. With that, here is today's episode with Sheila Robertson. Sheila, welcome to the Paragold Podcast. Oh, thank you for having me. Glad you're here. First time we've ever had an opportunity to meet, I think. Is that true? That's correct. Okay. Are you a lifelong citizen of Paragold? I am, yes. Born and raised? Yes. Where'd you go to school at? Green County Tech. GCT. GCT. Okay. Um, when did you get into law enforcement? Have you been, was that like something you did as soon as you came out of school or like, tell me your career path. Like how, how did you get to where you are today as a jail administrator? Well, that's interesting because I've only worked two places my whole life. Your whole adult life? Yes. Yes. I worked uh, while I was in high school and then after high school at Bonanza. Bonanza? Yeah. Bonanza. That's Salabar. a good one. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Did you ever eat Bonanza, Chris? Yeah. Uh, was there a Bonanza in Jonesboro, I think? I think yes. I had it there, yes. but never in Paragold because I didn't grow up here. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you never eat one here. Right. So, so I worked there 11 years. And um, a cook or what were you, a waitress? Yeah. I did a little bit of everything. Okay. Yeah. I started filling out um, the salad bar when I first started. And That's then I left. Time. Yeah. And then I left. I was the assistant manager. Wow. So yeah. when you started working there, it was just what year ish? Mm. Probably maybe 82. So that was 82. like the place to eat in Paraguay oh, for yes. those who don't know. Oh, yes. Where was, was that at at the time? It was located kind of like where Batten's, like, you know where Batten's Donut mm-hmm. is? Yeah. Right. Um, now it's like a, a, what's the pizza place? Little, little Caesars. Caesars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it like was, where Little Caesars, yeah. that little okay. bookstore is. It was right there mm-hmm. in that spot. Yeah. Every Friday and Saturday night, there would be a line wrapped around the building. They want to come customers. For, want to come for that steak. Yeah. Yeah. So you're there at Bonanza. You said how long? 11 years? Mm-hmm. I worked there 11 years. And um, do you... Do you remember Sandra Maker? I don't think so. Okay. How would I know her? Right. She uh, worked for at the city for many, many years. Um, Sandra was my dear friend. I went to school with uh, her kids. And then Georgia Rogers worked at the, the city also. Mm-hmm. They would always come to Bonanza and eat. And so that's where... You know, the girls are like, hey, we got a new job. That's, you know, we're going to get a position at the police department. Why don't you come and apply? So, What was the position? They were hiring a data entry clerk. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so, anyway, I went down there. Chief Hyde talked to me just for a few minutes, and next thing I know, I'm at the police department. And I worked in data entry, and then I worked in dispatch, and then I worked uh, in the criminal division. Which means what, if you worked in the criminal division? Um, what did that work uh, consist of? Well, I did all, like, office okay. work. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, and 33 years went by really quick. Yeah. And then uh, Brad, the sheriff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he uh, ran for sheriff and then asked me if I would, you know, go out with him 
and be the job administrator. So here I am. Here you are. <laughs> so you've been doing that, what, now for two years? One year? How long has that been? No, 11 months. 11 months, so not even a full year yet. Not wow. even a full year. Yeah, right. I guess that's true. So Brad's not been in his position that long. So right. um, for those who don't know, what is the responsibility of the jail administrator? What are you primarily responsible for? I have 44 uh, employees that uh, my staff that works in the jail and then um well today we have 367 inmates wow so um that's what i'm responsible for all of that kind of like you're then the buck stops with you right wow how many 367 inmates how many did we have whenever uh brad took over was that is that always been kind of like the number or are we going up like We've gone up um, some because we are, um, they they were running around 100 to 110 federal inmates. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are now um, hovering around 145 to 150. We have okay. 144 today. And tell people, because this is, this is a pretty interesting concept. I don't even know if you've heard this, Chris. Tell me about yeah. the federal inmates. Why in the world do we house here in Paragould, Arkansas, federal inmates in our jail? I know the reason, but tell them. <laughs> well, the reason why is, um, and, and and I like to refer to it as we're kind of like a hub. You know, they have federal court in Jonesboro, and they have federal court in um, Little Rock. Um, they also pay um, us very well to house their inmates. Now, the actual federal inmates think that they're maybe a little bit different, but they are treating no different. We do, you know, not, we don't do anything any different. Um, so they're just, they, just kind of general population with everybody else, right? Um, they are, yes. Um, and then we just kind of, we run them to federal court. Mm-hmm. And in Little Rock, sometimes we make uh, at least one trip a day to Little Rock with federal inmates. And a lot of, a lot of times when you say, you know, the detention center, you, um, you know, you think about, but we are not like everyone that we have that's in county jails are pre-sentenced, and they have not all of them have been to court. Mm-hmm. So what that means is you are innocent mm-hmm. until proven guilty. Mm-hmm. So we are not uh, a prison. You know, we don't punish. Um, we're actually a holding facility for yep. pre-sentenced detainees. What are most of these, uh, like the federal inmates, like what are the majority of them there for? Um, probably drug-related mm-hmm. offenses. Uh, we do uh, have some that have been charged with, you know, more violent crimes, mm-hmm. um, homicide, rape. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just have a mixture uh, yeah. all different, yeah, yeah. all different, all over the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you said three hundred seven total, one hundred forty five to one hundred fifty uh, of those are federal. You have forty four employees. Is that right? That's correct. Of the jail, mm-hmm. tell me about like just the the day to day operations from your job. So you've got all these people reporting to you. Are, are you kind of there as the person who, as an administrator, is 
you know, like you've got kind of a chain of command where there's leaders over certain apartments and you're dealing with the leaders and then they deal with those who are working underneath them. Is that how it kind of works? Yes, that's how it works. Um, I'm actually the jail administrator and then my right hand is my jail supervisor, which okay. is Jacob White. Okay. Um, and then it just trickles down from that. I have a training officer uh, and then I have um, four shifts, um, sergeants, corporals, and then we have an operations division. Did you say four shifts? What did you say? Shifts. Okay. Four, four different shifts. We work 12-hour shifts. Oh, shifts. Okay, I got you, got you, got you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. makes sense. Um, tell me about, like, what is something, you've been in this 11 months now. Had you spent much time in the jail before this, or has this, like, been, like, a pretty new experience for you? Pretty new experience. What's been some some things that you've learned since being there the last 11 years? Or 11, I'm sorry, 11 months. Um, people. People, to me, are, uh, you know, we're a creature of habit. Mm-hmm. So I think one of the most important thing is to know your inmates. And mm-hmm. I don't mean, you know, know their family. or anything. Sure. Know, you know, um, what they do. And then when they are, you know, a little bit off from that, it's just like, you know, Dr. Pepper's my drink. If mm-hmm. I go in the office... Uh, with a Pepsi, you know they're going to be yeah. like, something's, something's off, off today. Yeah, yeah. She's got a Pepsi. Yes. So I think it's um, real important that you, you know, you know your inmates, know their movements, um, and and their actions because you got to keep in mind they're there twenty four hours a day, and they don't have a lot to do. Mm-hmm. So they certainly know your movements. Ah, yes. can you give me an example? Like, obviously, there's something I'm sure that has happened that's kind of led you to being like, this is something that you've learned and you're trying to apply. Can you give an example of like how you've seen that work well or not work well? This idea of like knowing the inmates. Um. Well, a lot of them. Um, just kind of what I've observed, mm-hmm. and like I said, I'm still learning. And sure, I, I, yeah. My staff is unbelievable really unbelievable yes um but you will have some that goes to court and then if they're sentenced uh you know i mean you know their demeanor changes um they're upset over that or um they've talked to a family member of the phone and something has happened and so if you know your inmate, you will be able to, you know, tell, and and they respond, uh, you know, differently. They, mm-hmm. you know, I would say eighty to eighty-five percent of the people that are there, uh, they're there just to get this behind them mm-hmm. and move on. Um, but you have that fifteen or twenty percent that is, um, there's always an issue. There's yep. always something you know, going on with that person. And does it really matter what their crime was? Like, do you notice a, there's like this um, corresponding crime with someone's behavior or is it like, it can be anybody or anything. Anybody or anything. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. What do you think has been like, when you look at our jail, like I'm guessing you would say that you're pleased with how it's ran. You just were praising the staff. 
what is tell me about it when you say you know you, our staff is excellent they're stellar like what is it about our staff that you're seeing in them that you would want to brag on and let other people know about they have a passion for the job you have to have a passion um to to work in that environment yeah i don't think i could do it i couldn't do it all day every single day uh just the daily um things that they do that that they see uh and that they have to they have to handle is it would you say the jailer is one of the toughest positions on staff uh operations uh yes because that's direct contact you know with the inmates um the booking department is a very important mm-hmm. um i don't know you know you you wouldn't think about it but we um have court you know when judge stidham has district court mm-hmm. a lot of that is done over video we don't take the inmates to the courthouse unless they're requested so we have to pull the inmates you know up for the video um sometimes there could be 15 inmates sometimes there could be 30 on the docket um so we're pulling them out of their pod um we're moving through the jail um but the entire time they're up there that doesn't that doesn't stop that um just because court's going on you know they still have to eat they still have to have their medication uh they still have to go to the restroom they still um you know have the things that that they do mm-hmm. um you know that's just because there's court you know that's not interrupted but we have to adjust to that um we have a compliance officer and the compliance officer uh handles all the transports um sets up all the federal transports mm-hmm. all them um to the doctor to the dentist mm-hmm. all those and then um she reviews um all the incident reports, um, because everything that we do uh, out there, any contact, any um, incidents, you know, all of that is documented. Mm. Um, but it's, it's you wouldn't think when you drive by the sheriff's office and the detention center on Rock and Chair Road that what's inside there. But inside there is, it's, like little businesses we have a kitchen mm-hmm. uh, we have a medical um, we have laundry um, we prepare about 1100 meals a day wow uh-huh. what are the what do the meals look like if i'm in jail what is my meal gonna consist of for breakfast lunch dinner uh, breakfast is uh usually because we serve two hot meals and then one what we call um uh, cold meal Mm -hmm. and breakfast is made the day before so it's like a peanut butter sandwich Mm -hmm. um a meat my son Uh, would love that uh, (laughs) literally all he wants is peanut butter sandwiches Mm -hmm. so he's like he can make it (laughs) yeah but at lunch they get you know um, a meat a vegetable um dessert um bread you know we actually have a dietitian that um, plans our menus really and, mm -hmm, and we contract um the uh, food service, you know, that's a contract that we yeah. we have on the outside. But then we also um, have the 309 program. And the 309 program is through uh, the Arkansas Department of Corrections. 
uh, and they have inmates that they send out for work, and we house them there at the county, and so we have um, 10 female 309s, and eight of those work in the kitchen uh, with, you know, our contract employees, and then we have um, two that work in laundry. Okay, there is a lot going on. There's a lot going on, and then we have medical that's 24-7, and, we, you know, we contract that out. We have a um, provider um, that is there, um, comes once a week, and then we have nurse uh, nurse 24-7 that wow. is there that, you know, does, they do sick calls and hands out medication. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. Would it's ha- a lot. How many of your inmates are repeat offenders? What percentage? What would you guess? Your data person. I need Jacob for that. Um, I'm telling you, he's my Jacob, number. He, 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 Jacob, you know that number? My jail supervisor. He is a... Uh, what he, would you... Would you say it is uh, north half. of... Okay, let's say north mm-hmm. of half. And, you know, I've been around, you know, law enforcement sure. for so many years that uh, I've got... I see some now that are the grandchildren of what... Yeah. Wow. How do you... It, go ahead. It's a it's a cycle. Yeah. That's um, hard to break, but it can be. How can it be? That's what I was going to ask you. How can we... How can someone break that cycle? Or what can we do is probably the question I want to know. Like, what can we do to help break that cycle? The reason I ask that because, I, you know, I've thought more about this. I really like your perspective on it. It seems like there are some people that need to go to prison... Because they're a danger to society. Yes. Like, they don't need to be on the streets. Then there's some people that's like, they probably just need rehab or they need some way, some help, somehow to get out of this, like, generational pattern they've been in of, of dysfunction. And so, like, I'm, I'm curious your perspective on that. Like, would you say that the majority of the people, it's like, oh, like, okay, they would be way more served by not going to prison but by, like, some sort of a rehab? Or would you be like, no, like... Yeah, just tell me, like, what's your thoughts on these people that are coming in over and over and over? Maybe it depends on the crime or what they're going through. Like, how do we help them? Well, my opinion is the individual has to want Mm -hmm. the change. If they don't want the change, uh, drug rehab is not going to help them. Uh, Yes, I agree with that, 100%. if, If they, you know, they want that. I've always... Um, and once again, that's my opinion. I believe that uh, an alcoholic or a person that has any kind of a addiction uh, can be rehabilitated if they want it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think people that are charged with uh, crimes. Um, against children. Mm-hmm. Um, my personal opinion, I don't think they can be rehabilitated. Mm. I think they're wired wrong to begin with. Mm. Uh, and and that's why that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, typically, I mean, if that's yeah. what you're yeah. charged for, you're going to go to prison mm-hmm. for... A while. Yes, a while. Um, but most um, of those people reoffend. Yeah. Um, Do you? Can you tell? Like the, you're talking about people that want to change. 
have you been in this work long enough that you think you can tell someone truly wants to change or not? Or is it like, you know, there's some people that I thought there's no way they want to change and they did. And some that I thought mm-hmm. they really want to change and they didn't. Yeah. Uh, yes. It's more of that you think? Yes. You just can't uh-huh. really tell. Uh-huh. But you know, addiction is such, um, I mean, it's, it's, it's a battle. Um, and it's an everyday yes. battle. I mean, it's just like with me. I mean, if you tell me that I'm not going to get my wavy leg chips tonight, <laughs> there's going to be a problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I may not have those. If they start outlawing those, out. you're going to be a criminal <laughs> right. real fast. Yeah. yeah. But for two or three days, I might not eat, you know, my wavy legs. But it's there. It's on my mind. Yes. And then I'm going to... You know, have my potato chips, yep. and it, it's it's a struggle, and it's a battle, and you have to have a support system. Um, just the other day, uh, you know, I had uh, this. I, I call him again, um, early twenties, and uh, he, um, I was having some issues, and you know, there were some problems, and. Um, you know, it's just like anything that we we did. Um, you know, he his fine us all the way on it, and so finally, I just went there. And I thought, you know, I'm like, I honestly don't, honestly don't know, you know, what I can do to help you. You know, I don't know if you need to be here or you just need a hug. Mm. You know, I'm just not sure, you know, what it is. Mm. But if they will allow you to help them. Um, it can be done. Hmm. Yeah, that's uh, a big one is allow people mm-hmm. to help us. Right, to help us. That's not easy. No, it's not. Do. It's not. Um, one thing that I don't think that, um, I did not know this before I started working there, but, you know, during the day, you know, we're up. Uh, and at night, we sleep. Um but when the inmates, once again, I'm talking here about my staff, uh, how wonderful they are, mm-hmm. um, we still, um, in order to stay in compliance and, you know, with some of the state guidelines, uh, we, you know, check um, on them even when they're sleeping uh, every Every hour, we do probably uh, well over 1,500 checks uh, in one night shift of each person. By the time you get uh, to one end of the uh, facility, you got to start, you know, right back over. Um, Because just because they're sleeping, you've got to make sure that, you know, they're okay. um, And they're not harming themselves Mm -hmm. or... um, any harm's being done to them. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Tell me about your work release program. Is that still going on? Uh, it is going on. And um, actually, our work release coordinator is uh, Robert Case. He does a great job. Um, that's whenever someone is um, sentenced, and then they um, go out and they work, you know, um, here in um, some of the, you know, factories in town. Um, and then we just, you know, we house them mm-hmm. um, while they... You uh, shuttle them there, right? Yeah, we shuttle them there. And then, we if I understand, back. like, doesn't... They get some of the money, which helps yes, them. Yes, and then also the jail do. gets some of the money. Is that right. correct? They, uh, yes, they actually kind of, like, 
pay us a small percentage yep. for like staying there. Mm-hmm. And, and then, yeah. Uh, and then Miss uh, Tammy, our finance director, you know, she takes uh, their money and keeps it for them. And then whenever yeah. they, you know. Can come uh, out with a little bit of a nest egg. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. So tell me this. If I am like arrested today, okay, mm-hmm. what is the process going to be like from the time I am arrested to like actually being, I don't know, what are you admitted or whatever it is into the Green County Jail? Like tell me what was the whole process of from I'm here to now I'm in my cell? Oh, okay. What does that process look like? Okay. Uh, the officer will bring you to um, the jail. Mm-hmm. And the first thing that we will do is um, we'll be asking you questions. And, and, and it depends if uh, you're there, um, uh, if you've been drinking or you've been in yep. a car accident. Uh, we have what we call a fit, which is to where you have to be medically uh, fit to be ah. incarcerated. So if we need to take you to the doctor to get you checked out, you know, we will do that before we actually accept uh, you as an inmate. Okay. Um, once the fit is uh, determined, you know, then um, we have a body scanner that we will, you know, put you through. And then Am I wearing my clothes or I'm not wearing my clothes? Uh, at this point, you're wearing your, your clothes. Okay. Um, you know, we will strip search you. Okay. Um, Does that happen before or after the body scan? Uh, well, they'll, they'll search you as you're getting booked okay. in. Uh, okay. They'll do a pat down. Okay. Uh, got a we, pat down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll do the body scanner, and then we'll actually do a strip search uh, and change you into your uniform. Okay. And then once you're in your uniform, we will take you back to your cell. So yeah. someone walking that sounds kind of fast, but it the it jailer's takes a walking while. me back to my cell, mm-hmm. um, and then they're just going to be like, "Hey, here's your spot," and then the door's going to shut. Here's your spot that we've we've give you. You know, you've you've yeah. got your blanket. You've got your okay. I've got a blanket. Yeah, you got. Am your I hat. sharing a cell with somebody? Uh, well, we have a, a, a pod, what yep. we call it, and we have single cells in there. Now you may very well have a roommate inside your cell how do you pick uh, who i have roommates is that based off of off of the same crime or no we're just displacement okay where we're okay yeah, yeah. because we have classifications of where yeah we um will you know put you if you came in there and you um got a you know a handicap uh, uh or disability um you know a broke arm or you know um mm-hmm. Then, you know, we'll put you, we've got a, a med pod, and we have a PC pod, which is protective custody. Yep. Uh, but we're not going to house you with someone that, you know, that... It's dangerous. That, that's, that, yeah. That'd be, I would not want to be housed with somebody that's dangerous. Yeah. So I'm going in there. Can you ever tell whenever it's someone's first time in yes. jail? Yes. <laughs> I bet. Like, yeah. like what, what's, the, what's the difference? What are you picking up on? Someone is their first time. Just is it nerves? Is it? Uh, yeah, and and you can just tell by some of their, you know, their their questions. And oh, I forgot to tell you, you do get to make your phone call. Oh, I get to make yeah. a phone call. Yeah, you can call. Somebody. Hey, mom, bad news. Yeah, I'm in kind of jail. Yeah, you're in jail. How do you uh-huh. think I would make it in jail? 
Uh, you'll be fine. That's enough. That's enough. <laughs> you'll be yeah, fine. That, you yeah. Yeah. No, she you was won't. trying to think of the nicest nice way. Yeah. She was trying to think of the nicest way possible you'll, to tell me. You'd last three hours <laughs> yeah. no, before gonna, you get you, the cell. They would put me in protective custody. No, you're gonna Not be, because of anything that I did, but because you're of You're going to be fine because my staff's going to take care of you. They take care of me? They're going to take care Man, of you. Man, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't yeah. plan on going anytime soon. Okay, but good. But it's just good to know that if I'm there, your staff's going to take care right. of me. Yeah. I don't know about the food. Is there a gluten-free option? There is. There, they they oh, can so request can a special diet. Okay. Mm-hmm. All yeah. right. Just and make. like I said, uh, we have a nutritionist. If you're diabetic, you know, you're going to get your you're going to get your diabetic diet. Okay. Is there a uh, is there a recreation time? There is. Everyone is allowed one hour a day, um, which consists of what? What's your what's your recreational well, we, options? Well, we've got what we call the yard. Is what? Which is not the yard, right? It's, it's, it's not the outside yeah, I've yard. seen it. No. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a bigger like area. Like a gym, like a concrete yeah. gym. Yeah, concrete gym. Uh, we got, got with basket. a little bit of light coming through. Yeah, and yeah. fresh air. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, it's up. fresh air. Uh, and we do have basketball. Okay. Uh, I didn't there. think I had basketball goals in there. Yeah, we do. We have basketball goals. Now, I will tell you that the inmates have, have asked me uh, for exercise equipment. Uh, we don't have exercise equipment. No. So they're having to use just body weight. Just push-ups. Right. A lot of push-ups and pull-ups. Exactly. And they do that. That's a total body workout. Yeah. You can do some they squats. Do put they your do. body on your yeah. shoulders. Right, yeah. But, you know, uh, the last thing I need is for them to have exercise equipment. <laughs> you know, yeah. All they've got is time to yeah. build muscle. Yeah, I do yeah. not need that. Absolutely. Uh, but uh, it's, it's, it's not what you think. They do a lot of walking while they're in there because they're just going. Get a lot of steps in. Got lo- they get a lot of steps in. But now I'm telling you, my staff gets a lot of steps in too. Oh, I bet they do. Uh-huh, yeah, because they're, you know, going around and, um, you know, Checking each sale and yep, yeah. Man, I do, I just cannot imagine wanting to be a jailer. I'm so thankful that we have them. Oh, but I just, I mean, like, I just yes. can't even. I need to have. We need to have one of them on the podcast. Oh, you I do. Because I, I just want to understand, like, what is it that? I mean, I guess it's the same thing with law enforcement or anything. But this seems like even more intense to me. Like, what is it that makes you be like, you know, I'd really enjoy that job. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. what do you think it is for the typical job? Like, what what do they enjoy about that work? Because I would be like, oh, my God. I don't know. It just would seem to me, like, first off, incredible amount of risk, which I know you have eliminate those as much as possible. But yes, also, like, but you're, dealing with, you're dealing with people at their worst. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody wants to be there. Nobody right. wants, I'm guessing, maybe some would right. do, but most people don't. Right. Like, what is the motivation, you think, for it? You said a lot of their hearts are in the right place. They right. want to do it. It's just. What is it they, what is the, they, they feel like just, is the. Tell me, like, help me get into their mind. Uh, it's just, it's just the passion and and wanting to, you know, help and be a mm. part of the, uh, you know, the solution. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, super thankful if you're listening to this and you are a jailer. Greatly appreciate yes. all that you do. That we do yes. have folks that are willing to serve in that capacity. Because obviously, if you don't have them, you don't have a jail, right? Exactly. And able to do well. What would you say before we move into rapid fire questions? Um, what do you personally like the most about this job? Or maybe we'll start with maybe what's most what's the most challenging thing about it, and then what do you like the most about it? Uh, the most challenging is because I never realized that even though I worked around 
law enforcement for as many years as I did, that the detention center and that side of things is completely different, 100% completely mm-hmm. different. Um, and that's, that's a challenge um, for me because um, you're innocent until you're proven guilty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and then a, a big challenge is, I, that's once again, I rely so much on my staff because there's so much of it that I do not know that I am still trying mm-hmm. to learn. A real quick little funny story is we were um, doing, <laughs> they were doing a shakedown. And, um, shakedown meaning? That we go in and we, uh, you know, search the pod for uh, contraband or, you know, extra clothes, believe it or not. You know, there's extra clothes in there, uh, extra blankets. Uh, so we're, we're doing uh, a shakedown. Uh, and af- after that, you know, some of the stuff we're rolling out on the cart, uh, it kind of falls off the cart, which it was just a roll of toilet paper. Mm-hmm. Now, they like the hoard toilet paper, I will tell you that. Uh, but anyway... <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Yes. It's like I, what's, 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 what's I'm just wondering, like, what is the correlation between inmates hoarding toilet paper and us doing it whenever COVID hits? It's like, what is, is it, what is yeah, it about toilet is, paper? I don't know. But yeah, um, but some stuff falls off the cart. Well, I just lean down immediately to pick this up, you know, throw it back on the cart, and I am so thankful because one of um, the officer goes. Oh, my gosh, don't ever do that again. Do not ever touch anything without gloves again. <laughs> I'm like, I'm so thankful. Yeah. yeah, that he corrected yeah. me. Yep. You know, I mean, and that's what I'm saying, you know. Yeah. We all work together as a team. Mm. You know, I don't expect them to do anything that I wouldn't do myself. Mm-hmm. And and I I love, you know, working uh, alongside uh, with them. Yeah. yeah. That's the most yeah. enjoyable part for you is That's the team the, aspect? Yeah, the team. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I've become very territorial. Um, you can even ask some of my previous guys at the police department. I'm very territorial. These are now my children. Mm. And if I want to get upset with my children, that's fine. But mm-hmm. Nobody else better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's the mom in me. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. A, what do you think is obviously part of it is that attitude of it's the mom in me. Like, I, I'm curious because that's you've got a lot of moving parts. Like, yes. what do you think Brad saw in you that said, I, I think you can do this this job? Like, I know it's not easy to brag on yourself, so that's why I'm not saying you. Like, what do you think he saw that caused him to say, I'd really like for you to step in this position? Um, like I said, I've worked with Brad his yeah. entire So he career. knows you. He knows me. Yeah. Um, he knows that I'm a very, um, well, by the looks of my office right now, you wouldn't think I was OCD, but I am. I like mm-hmm. things to be done right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will do whatever it takes to make sure that um, 
yep. that we do do things right. Oh, I got to brag on the staff one more time. Please do. Uh, back in January, our, our compliance uh, was running around 40%. Uh, we have pulled together, worked together as a team. Uh, we are now running at 97% on our compliance checks. Explain that to me. Unbelievable is what it is. Um, that's where, uh, you know, like I said, we check on the inmates yeah. uh, every hour. Uh, if if you don't check them in a certain time, then it considers you like going in, into the red. And, um, and, you know, whenever we pass out chow, you know, they, they have bracelets that are scanned. And we scan those. And, and that's what we call it if our scans, you know, we scan clothes exchange, we scan... Uh, uh, pill calls, uh, chow, everything we do is um, documented through what it's guardian. Uh, we call it the bird. Uh, and and if those go in the red, then your compliance goes down. Mm. Um, and so we've pulled together as a team. And, you know, I'll hear them on the radio now saying uh, – Five minutes left in Central. You know, that means that there's five minutes before yes. you're fixing to end. So they'll run, you know, over there. And so, you know, that's what's satisfying to me mm. is that we, no matter what the job is, we all pull together to get it done. Awesome. Well, yeah. congratulations. That's a great number. That's yeah. something to be proud of for sure. Yeah. Uh, it's the craziest, funnest job I've ever had. Wow. Yeah, I love it. Well, it seems like you're really good at it, well, and I, thank you know, you. and it's gotta, it's gotta make you feel or give you some confidence to know that whenever Brad asked you to do it, that he wasn't just being like, I heard that you're could be good for this, but like he's been around you and watched you work, got to know your yeah. character, your personality, and then said, I'm telling you, you're the person for this. Real so, affirmation, yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's real affirmation. Absolutely, yeah. that's real affirmation. So, well, there's a lot more questions that I could ask about the jail. Um, but I'm going to move into some rapid-fire questions unless Chris is over here telling me that he's got a question on his mind. Well, but I just – I don't know if you know this. Her husband also just retired this year from the fire department. So I did not. We learned that, that in the lobby. So both of them serving our city. That's awesome. And protecting us. That's excellent. Very, yeah. very cool. Yeah. Um, you ready for some rapid-fire questions? Oh, I guess. Okay. I, I know you are ready. What is the last show or movie you watched or – if you don't watch TV, what's the last book you read? Uh, the last show I watched, I'll tell you what my husband and I watch a lot, Bare Knuckle Fighting, every Friday Bare night. Bare Knuckle Fighting, is that <laughs> is that like UFC? Yes. Uh, See, I'm a real big UFC yeah. fan. Yes. Yeah. Do you like UFC as well? Uh, yes. Right on. How long have you been into mixed martial arts and all that? I don't know. Listen, it's either that or Goon Squad. Because <laughs> uh, that's what my husband watches, and I don't. Whatever he's got on is what I. Yeah. That's really good. So you're learning some moves then. Nobody oh, yeah. wants to mess with you over at the jail. I <laughs> <laughs> know what's up. <laughs> no, but I really do like bare knuckle fighting. I've not watched bare knuckle fighting. I uh, watched a lot of UFC. Yeah. Where do you watch bare knuckle fighting at? Is that that's not on cable? It's like, yeah, it's on like pay per view or. Oh yeah, yeah. pay per view. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's intense stuff, man. Mm-hmm. You ever done any bare knuckle fighting, Chris, in your day? Yeah. Do I look like I have? No. Now, listen, the females are always... Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. They, I've seen some images from some of those fights, yeah. and it's pretty brutal. Yeah, I would not is. want to be in the ring with any of them. No. 
no. Mm-mm. I don't even watch. I'm so afraid of fighting. I don't even watch fighting. <laughs> I feel like that, that uh, at least when I was in school, um, and my wife's now at school, we've talked about this. She's a teacher. It, feel, it seems like girl fights are more violent than yeah. than male fights. Is it that so. way? Do y'all have any fights break out the jail? Uh, not within the females. Not really. Okay. No, we don't. It's because uh, law and order over there. You yeah. got them all with yeah. the shape. <laughs> with the shape. Uh, compliance. Uh, but the last movie mm-hmm. I did watch was The Blonde. That was really the good. The what? With Phil Robertson. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. that was a really yeah. good movie. Yeah. yeah. Good. Uh, what is your favorite band? Queen. Ooh. Oh, it was quick. Favorite? Like, give me one song by Queen that you really like. Or what's a song? Me. What's a song if you're wanting to turn someone on to Queen? If they're like, yeah, I've never really listened to a lot of Queen. Like, would you be like, listen to this song? This is Queen right here. Bohemian. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's pretty classic. That's probably their most And I like Spotify. ACDC. You know, I'm, 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 you know, I'm old. I'm well, old. I, you're tough though. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like I'm. I got this image of you watching bare knuckle fighting <laughs> oh with gosh. some some hell's bells rocking <laughs> in the background and some Lay's potato chips and a Dr Pepper. <laughs> oh, that's me. <laughs> like, man, that's, that's me. America. Mm. That's what that is. My six year old loves ACDC, but that's because uh, it's the Iron Man two soundtrack. Yeah. Ooh. Mm. Yeah. That's, that's that's the things that you know I grew up on. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What would be your last meal? So you're on death row, right? Or you're just it's just you got one meal. You didn't got to worry about you don't worry about diet. You don't worry about carbs. You got just one meal. Maybe you're not on death row. Forget that part. Maybe that's a little crab legs. Straight up. Crab what else legs. Are you gonna put with it? Crab legs. You, that's <laughs> all you want. Crab legs. How many pounds of crab legs do you want? Yeah. <laughs> you can't get your crab legs around here, right? No, but you can you can get them at Southland. So, oh, can you really? Yeah, they have all you can eat crab legs on the weekends. Do they really? Yeah. You dip yeah. it in butter. I do. You're not going to do like potatoes or corn or anything with it, or like some sort of a side. Oh, I might, but you know. Well, tell I'll me about the side. What kind of side you want with it? This is your last uh, meal, Sheila. Potatoes. Okay. Uh, a baked potato, or like boiled, like the little boiled potatoes. Oh no. I need some baked potato with some butter. Okay. And some cheese. What about some bacon? You want some bacon on it? <laughs> yeah. Load uh, that baby up. Yeah. Okay. Loaded uh, baked potato. Now we're yeah. getting somewhere. Yeah. Crab legs, loaded baked potato. Obviously a Dr. Dr. Pepper. Pepper. A Dr. Pepper. Or you can do sweet tea with your crab legs. Which one are you doing? Uh, if you got extra ice. <laughs> Would you rather have that than the Dr. Pepper? Sonic extra ice. Okay. So we're going to do Sonic hey, sweet tea with extra ice. Last meal, I want both. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Why would yeah. you not? Yeah. What are you going to do for dessert? Uh, pecan pie. Mm, that, that's, I mean, I feel like that's been a yeah, people several, love it. yeah. Yeah. I think actually, yeah. I think I should create a tracker. Yeah. We really should. Yeah. Man, can you make pecan pie? I pecan. can. I can't even talk. <laughs> I talk for a living. Yeah. Pecan pie. <laughs> Do you make pecan pie? I can. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Good yeah. for you. Um, what is on your nightstand right now? A uh, lamp. There you go. Common. That is the OCD. Like, there's not a whole bunch of other stuff on there. It's just clean. Yeah. Um, this is a question I don't typically ask, but I'm going to ask it to you. What's your favorite holiday? Anybody that knows me, just a little bit. Yeah. Christmas. I'm the Christmas queen. I've heard that about you. Christmas queen. Tell me about that. How do you become I, the Christmas queen? What does that mean? I don't... I, you decorate? You go big on decorations yes, or what? I, I, I'm... I am one of these people that will secretly go to the DG. It's the addiction after 
Christmas uh, and hit every, stuff. Oh my gosh. I've got so much stuff. I've got a Christmas room. Are you decorating inside and out? Uh, I house? used to when the kids were smaller, we would decorate right outside. But yeah, I usually now it's have, inside. I usually have about six Christmas trees. No. Yes. Artificial? Yes. Not doing real. Not real. I I have one and I, when the kids were home, you know, the grandbabies got a tree. Not anymore. Not anymore. Uh, yeah. I, oh, that's, yeah. What's your favorite Christmas decoration that you own right now? Snowman. Favorite. And I can't say favorite because I got multiples. Favorite Christmas song? Silent Night. Mm. Oldie but a goodie. Mm-hmm. Um, the Christmas Queen. I need to put that in the <laughs> caption. I will. <laughs> Yeah. Give us a snapshot of an ordinary moment in your life that brings you great joy. My kids and family. I was teasing him earlier, and of course I'm I'm teasing when I say this, but I say the only one I really like in my family is my grandbaby. <laughs> you have one grandkid? One. Little girl. Little girl. How old? Six. Six. Now it should be seven in January. My youngest is six and will be seven in December. Right. So, what is, final question, what is one thing you are deeply grateful for right now? Mm, my health and my family. Good. Yeah. Well, Sheila, thanks so much for coming on. Hanging Thank out. you. I feel like I got to know you a little bit more. I know a little bit more about what it means to be a jail administrator, know more about our jail. So, I want been- you to get one of my, uh, one of my guys on. You give me a name, we'll bring him on. So we'll get off here, then you uh, leave us a name, leave us a number, talk to whoever it is, we'll bring him on. It'd be great to to listen to one of them. So thanks uh, so much again for being here. Thank you. All right. Sheila Robertson has left the building. Had a great conversation with her, even walking out. Yeah. Yeah, just, I mean, really enjoy. One of the things I love about this podcast is just whenever I'm like, I'm pretty sure I've met everybody in Paragold. You meet someone like her who literally said she's lived here her whole life. She's in a very important position, and I don't even know if I've ever laid eyes on her before. Yeah. Like in a small town like this, it's just like, how's that possible? Yeah. To be doing that same job for almost my entire life. Yeah. And be affirmed by the, the new sheriff that who worked with her before. It's just awesome. Yeah. It's a great job to her. Yeah, the, the stats speak for themselves. She's clearly doing a, a great job. And so, Sheila, thanks so much for taking time to be here today. And for those of you who are still listening, thanks for tuning in. If you've not done so, please check us out on different social media platforms. We are on Facebook and Instagram primarily. If you will, go to Facebook, uh, give us a follow, give us a like. And um, whatever platform you're listening to this on right now, whether it's Apple or Spotify, if you can, Real quick, just give us a five-star rating there. That helps people to find us more quickly and learn about the incredible people that are living right here in our city. So as always, thanks for listening. Until next time.